Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is the Nightcap Hour 2. We're going to chat with our good friend Jared Smith here in just a little bit. We're going to keep going through all of the games for week one of the NFL season. And I'm going to keep uh, my eyes on North Dakota and Utah State. uh, Third down coming for the Aggies. Got the seven and a half for uh, North Dakota. Offense looking good so far. We're on cover watch right now. (laughs) Down in... uh, uh, Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Myrtle Beach, right? Yeah, it's the Myrtle Beach area. Right. Conway, South Carolina. Conway. I believe is where it is. It is. That, That's exactly where it's at. The uh, That that green turf down there. Yeah, I have an uncle. The Butch, surf turf. I have an uncle, Butch Johnson, lives directly across the street from Coastal Carolina University. Oh, boy. Uh, heard some stories about some Conway, of the... Conway, South I've Carolina. I've heard some stories about the Chanticleer Nation, but we're going for a cover. Ooh. Uh, right now... It is 49 to 22, Coastal Carolina leading Kansas. Uh, this is the beauty of sports because most people would just turn this game off, but if you've got action on it, and I do know uh, someone that was in this studio earlier today, not Derek, not uh, Big Balls, our good friend Jeff Parles. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe he was. Uh, Jeff took Coastal? I believe he laid it with Coastal. Oh, it's looking good right now. So we will see. Uh, that went off 26 and a half. Two more snaps. You're sweating, depending on when you got this. It closed at 27, so it could be a push if you got in late, you laid the points, or you took the points. Most uh, numbers I saw were between 25 and a half and 26 and a half. So, but uh, Kansas, they're, they're wanting this cover. Uh, now they're going to face a fourth down. So here it is. All comes down to this, Sean. So here's what's interesting. Last time, how you loophole? The Leipold. Leipold was in this position. They did not 
choose to kick the field goal. That's correct. Yes, on fourth and ten. I so hope they kick it right now. Now they're four. They're not going to, but kick the field goal. See, he's a young coach. He doesn't understand. He knows. If you're not going to win, cover. Because your alums bet on your squad. <laughs> he just doesn't know. He should put his. Yeah, he's sitting there rubbing his lips together so like much, he's trying so to decide get, what to do. Someone should get in his ear, Coach. Hey, uh, I'm just telling you. Hey, your, coach. your alums bet with the program. Coach, this would be important to some of the boosters if we got the cover here. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Coastal and there Carolina it is. gets it done. <laughs> the Chanteliers. 49 to 22, a big sack off the edge, and that's going to do it down there in Conway. Oh, that was nice. The uh, the Jayhawk made an appearance, and he gave a hug to the Chanticleer. This is so embarrassing. Kansas is a Big 12 program. They were a 27-point <laughs> underdog. Granted, Coastal Carolina, top 20 team. I don't care. You're a 27-point underdog Maybe. to a team from the Sun Belt. Instead of just adding four teams, maybe they should have worked out a trade. <laughs> like Athletic American, we'll give you guys Kansas for UCF. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. So I actually want to get to that. Um, the rumors, it's not rumors, it's happening. Yeah. It's going to be BYU. Yeah, UCF posted something today. UCF, uh, Cincinnati, and um, Houston. Houston. Ah, that's good. And you know what? I'm happy for those programs because – they believed. They invested in the program. All of their infrastructure is up to date for all those programs. The fan bases support the teams. They have tradition. They've had recent success. I think Houston knocked off Florida State and a couple other teams a couple years ago. BYU is coming off of the Zach Wilson you know, year where they were really good. UCF won a, a hypothetical national championship by beating Auburn in a bowl. So, I mean, it makes sense. Cincy's preseason top ten. You know, that's a really tough atmosphere when you go down there. So I'm really happy for those universities. And it just should show the rest of the universities that are non-Power 5 right now, you got to believe in your programs. Go ahead and build it. Go ahead and take some chances to get it to where you want it to be. And then I think these bigger conferences will add you. But you have some programs out there that are unwilling to commit the necessary resources to make the program big time, thinking that we get in the conference and they'll pay for it. And that doesn't seem to be the way to progress. I mean, the the quick run uh, by UCF is is tremendous. I mean, yeah. as a young university, I'm telling you, if you've never been in a game at the bounce house, it's a pretty neat experience. I I would love to go. Yeah. Maybe we can get. Uh, maybe that can be one of the games. I'll call Walt and you call Disney, and want us to get through. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll take your call. All right, let's keep it rolling. Jared Smith, right now. Two here on the nightcap. Welcome in to our new viewers. Uh, if you are on YouTube TV, uh, it's just nice to keep that keep that brand growing. Sean Sling TV, Fubo TV, Xfinity, and now the folks at YouTube TV. So it's uh, keep it growing. Yeah, keep let's it do growing. It. Let's do it. I mean, I, I just say Jimmy Fallon. Who you know, nightcap. That's I mean, that, that's that's who Facts. you should be going to bed to each and every night. And uh, I mean, what better what what better way on a Friday night to watch someone try to bring home a bet on North Dakota? I mean, there, there's no better way. What's their mascot again? The Fighting What? Fighting Hawks. The Fighting Hawks. Yeah, it changed it a couple years ago. So uh, looking good so far. Old Jamie Chadwell uh, and the uh, and the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. 
uh, depending on when you got that number, may have got the cover or the push, 49-22. I mean, the, the only way you got 27 if it was right before kick because right. it was 26, 20. 26 and a half yeah. all day. I mean, me personally, I just I was going to watch the game. I'm, yeah, I was hoping that Kansas, after the win streak that they've been on, finally winning a... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't win two before you win one. That is true. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got So it. I was hoping. I was like, okay, you know. Hey. They got that big win over South Dakota last week uh, in the closing seconds. So, uh, well, let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring in our, our normal Friday guest. That is Jared Smith doing fine work over at PicksWise. Follow him on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith. We've got the NFL uh, coming up just around the corner. Uh, got college football tomorrow, Jared. So we got a lot to get to. But, um, you know, looking back at last night, did anything change your perception on what to expect from either the Buccaneers or the Cowboys moving forward after last night's game? Yeah, Tim, Sean, uh, good evening. Um, what network aren't you guys on now? I mean, it's like the, the <laughs> it's almost e- it's almost easier to say that than it is the ones you are. Now, I, I think last night. Um, Dak Prescott's back. I mean, I, I, I don't know how else to say it. No preseason coming off the ankle, lat injury during training. It didn't matter. He's got some dudes on the outside too. A uh, couple of hundy sticks on the outside with Lamb and Cooper. They're going to be very dangerous this year. And I think without Zach Martin, I do feel very overish vibes from this Cowboys team. They threw it, what, 58 times yeah. last night? There's 108 attempted passes in that game. That was an <laughs> arena game last night. And I get vibes, uh, overish vibes from the Bucks as well. Very thin in the secondary, and they don't really seem to want to run the football much either. So uh, I, I think you're going to see some arena football type scores with those two teams this year. Sean, you've got firsthand experience in the arena league. Yeah, I played two games. <laughs> I did. You threw what, like 40 touchdowns in those two games? Yeah, in the second game, I threw the most ever in an arena game, <laughs> and then I dropped the mic. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. All right, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Jared Smith joining us. Let's start tomorrow, and then we'll work our way to Sunday. I like to go in order. Um, this is a game that, uh, Jared, you know me well enough, and, and Sean's starting to figure this out. This, this line stinks. This line doesn't make sense. Uh, Iowa State did not look great last week. Played Northern Iowa, and... They haven't beaten Iowa in four years, or five years, in five games, actually, six years because they didn't play last year. They haven't beaten Iowa by more than three points since 2005, and this number's four. Everybody's on Iowa in this spot. But actually, the crazy thing is, Jared, is that this is an overreaction because the, the line all offseason was seven in favor of the Cyclones. So it's in Ames, college game day's there. Um, I, I'm going to lay it with Iowa State. I know that's kind of a risky proposition, but I got to trust my process of embracing the stink. This this is a stinky line. The public's going to be all over the dog here. Jared, what do you see tomorrow in Ames? I, I think that's exactly the way to look at this line. And I'll be honest, at this point in the college football season, do we really still know? I don't know what Iowa State is. I don't really know what Iowa is. I mean, I, Indiana showed nothing last week. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, Iowa could have slept walked through that game, and they pretty much did. Um, and Iowa State, I think, knew they were in a rivalry game last week. I mean, that Northern Iowa team, ain't, they're not messing around. Uh, and, and they knew that they probably needed to save a little bit in the tank for, for the Cyhawk Trophy game uh, coming up tomorrow. So I don't think Iowa State showed you anything. And again, line analysis, when you just look at the line, and I don't know enough about these teams yet to really dive into the matchups, but I do know line analysis, and the line analysis tells me that if everyone's on the dog and the line moves in the other direction, 
I, I, I think that that one stinks pretty bad. So I'm with you on Iowa State here. I'm being convinced because I went and looked up Iowa State's schedule last year. Remember they lost the opener to Lafayette? Lafayette, yep. And then they went and beat a yeah. TCU team on the road, then beat Oklahoma in week three. So they got much better from first game to second game to third game. So did they keep some bullets in the chamber? I think so. It just bothers me that the last four years, in my opinion, have been when the Iowa State program has really became like a, a quasi-national kind of program. It hasn't been and a, yet a game day game yet, right? right? And yet they're they over haven't had four. game day yet. I think, right. this, no, I think this is the second time. I think they went a couple the, years okay, ago. Okay. Um, okay. But that, this okay. is that they just did go. And But to your point, this is the year, man. This is the year it all comes to roost, right? right. You Everything is aligned. You've got a veteran quarterback. You've got a, a great running back. You've got a, a first-round pick at tight ends. All right, I'm in. Put me in. All right. Yeah, give me Convince. a ticket. Give me. I'm, I made a reservation. I'm but writing said, down Iowa State, but I'm going to take them on the money line. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not fooling with the four and a half. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so That is fair. Uh, Iowa State, I, I just – you know what's funny, Jared, how, how things can change. And – you know, once again, this line hasn't budged since it posted, right? Mm. You know, we've actually seen it tick up a little bit towards Iowa State, despite everyone pounding it, which makes the stink even yeah. em- embrace it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I'm crazy. I, you know, it, um, by the way, North Dakota's up 21-7 right now. Let's go fighting Hawks. Take care of business here. Ooh, um, <laughs> just, just keep that cushion. Just keep that cushion. Another game that is a little fishy, and you and I, Jared, were talking about this earlier uh, in the week. I think Northern Illinois stinks. Uh, I played their under. Yeah. That may not come home, uh, but they're on the tough side of the MAC. Uh, you know, they're in Toledo and the Michigans and and all of that. that. That's a tricky spot. They went winless last year, so they go to Georgia Tech and they beat Jeff Collins' squad. Congratulations, Huskies! Hell of a game. Now you're back home and you're playing Wyoming. Wyoming slept walk last week against who was it? Montana State. I think they won by a field goal, and yes. yet Wyoming is laying. Six and a half or seven, depending on where you look, Jared. And the, you and I were texting back and forth earlier this week. We're like, this line doesn't make sense. So, once again, no. you kind of trust in the the line as opposed to the overreaction from one result. So, are you going to take the uh, the fighting Craig Bowles, the Cowboys here, laying the points? Well, Tim, nobody breaks down mid-major college football like you. So, why am I going to take so much time <laughs> to look at the rosters and – what this guy did at his high school senior game back four years. I, I think at this stage of the college football season, I trust some of the sharp betters a little bit more than I almost trust myself because I haven't had the access to these teams. A lot of these sharp betters do feel that they that they have that access. And when you see lines move in this direction, and when you and I are texting about it on Monday and Tuesday, then you know there's a lot of other sharp, smart people around Vegas and you know around the country that are probably saying the same thing, yet we still saw the line move in Wyoming's favor. It, it, Northern Illinois should be favored in this game. It, not only is that, it's an earlier game. I think it's like a 1 or a 2 o'clock local start time, and you would think Wyoming coming east, but no, Northern Illinois is a lengthy, a, a pretty sizable home dog here. It makes no sense. Line's moving in their direction, and I don't trust it. I do not trust uh, things that, you know, kind of set those bells off Embrace. in my head. So I'm going to roll with the Cowboys here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say something for the common better that's listening to our show. There are probably 6,832 college games that are going to be played tomorrow. <laughs> I am not wagering on one where I don't know Come anyone. On. I could name a Wyoming or Northern Illinois player, not one. 
Got to embrace the stink, though. Sean. But I get what you guys are saying. <laughs> gotta embrace I get what you're saying. Let's get to games where you know yes, who's I playing. Might how actually about know that? A player. How about we get? How about we get to Sunday? Let's get to Sunday. Uh, we've got the Sam Darnold Revenge Bowl down in the Queen City of Charlotte. Uh, Jets and Panthers. Um, I don't like the line moving this. I thought I was going to lay with the Panthers. I actually in our uh, in our nightcap survivor pool. Uh, I took the Panthers twice. in a couple, twice, two of my six entries. Yes. Uh, I went with uh, with the Panthers here, so I don't like the move to three and a half. That makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, but you you're looking at the total in this one, right, Jared? Yeah, I, I think we talked about this last week, and again, I, I still feel good about this, even with uh, the Jamison Crowder situation that obviously popped up today. Um, but I, I do think the Jets still have some really good weapons. And again, I think it's the vibe of this game, which is why I like the over. Uh, and I'll be honest, though, um, the more I see the movement towards the Jets, even Crowder goes out and the, the line's still kind of creeping towards the Jets. And even though a lot of the public money is coming in on Carolina um, and unlike Tampa Bay last night where that line moved really fast, we haven't seen a line move towards Carolina here. So I think the Jets are a live dog in this spot. And I like the over. Anytime the dog is live, I think the over has life. And I think this is going to be an aggressive game. I think both teams are going to come out hot. I know, Sean, you were talking last week about the blitzing scheme for the Panthers. I think that actually adds to my overcap. Sure, the Jets might start a little slow with adjusting to it, but it's going to create some opportunities, maybe some, you know, safety blitzes that open up something in the back. And on the other side, who knows? Zach Wilson could throw three picks that could lead to turnovers uh, that could lead to very quick scores. So I think this is a relatively low total considering the high intensity of a non-division cross-conference game where you're not hiding anything for that second return matchup later in the year. And I get those vibes from these all-gas, no-break coaches like Robert Sala and Matt Rule that we're going to see some points early in this one on Sunday. I just want to clarify, Jared said live dog. You mean as in it walks around and you have to feed it? Because he can't mean like it's going to actually bite or defend the property from someone because this game has 35 to 10 written all over it. Man, Carolina is going to roast the Jets. Give me <laughs> we'll see you next Friday, Sean. I'm excited to come back on next That's Friday. That's why we love you. You know I'm a Jets fan, too. I'm a Jets fan, too, which makes it even harder for me to make this pick. But I get asked this all the time. Jets or Giants, you know, here in town, which could be the better team. I think the Jets are going to be the better team this year. I, I really think do. The, I, I think, think they the address Jets, the offensive line more. I think the Jets will be the team that I want to have moving forward. But I don't think record-wise they'll be better this year just because of the the injuries are so significant. Like Carl Lawson is such a big part of what they were going to do defensively. It's almost impossible to replace him. And then they've had a couple other guys. One of the other D linemen is out. The offensive tackle was uh, – I'm drawing a blank on his name. He's been battling concussions. You know, now you just mentioned Jamison Crowder today. <laughs> they were already a team that kind of lacked a lot of quality depth to begin with. And then they lacked a lot of elite-level talent, so to lose some of those guys. But I do agree with you, uh, Jay Smeezy. I would take Jet stock <laughs> over Giant stock moving forward. Well, speaking of Jared Smeezy, Jay you Smeezy. Like, I like that. <laughs> uh, Jared, speaking of those uh, of those New York football Giants, uh, they got the Broncos. This line now trickling even towards three. Um, I've actually got the Giants in one teaser, so as uh, – as Sean knows, I've got about four open teasers that all somehow survived last night with the Buccaneers. Woo! Um, <laughs> get shop early. Shop early. Um, but what do you expect tomorrow, or excuse me, Sunday, Broncos and Giants? If it's at three, do you still like the Broncos? 
Yes. I mean, I did get it at two and a half, but right. I'd still like it at three. So I, during my off-season prep, I talked to many bookmakers. One of them really surprised me. He said that, and I guess maybe some of them also maybe would have felt this way, that if the Broncos would have gotten Aaron Rodgers, they would have made them the third favorites to win the Super Bowl. Nice. And th- I think that tells you how deep and, and talented this Broncos roster is. And what did the Giants do last year really poorly? They gave up 50 sacks, second most in the league. What did they not do in the offseason? They didn't draft an offensive lineman. They didn't sign any offensive linemen. They've got Nate Solder coming back. Good luck with that. I, I don't trust Daniel Jones to protect the football in front of a really bad offensive line. That's why I'm selling the Giants stock long term as well. But what do the Broncos do really well? I mean, goodness gracious, get after the passer with one of the best front sevens in football. Daniel Jones is going to have a tough time on Sunday, I think. I agree 100%. Talking once again to Woo! our good friend Jared Smith. Look at you, Jay Smeezy, and uh, he's getting better. I think this show. See, when he comes on this show, and sizzle, yeah, that's sizzle. Association breeds assimilation. So he comes on this show, <laughs> and he's blessed with genius, and it starts to rub off on him. And each week, <laughs> his takes—they're not only hotter, but they're starting to be right. I love it. <laughs> oh man! I mean, Sean, I, I, I guy, would bro. like to say that Jared, uh, a a a a a man who has done his. Work for a long time, doing great work at PicksWise. He is. You know, Chris Rose. I follow PicksWise. I actually have him on a a lot on Twitter. So anytime uh, they tweet, it comes directly to my phone. I just think it's three good people talking. That's uh, right. Well, like two, like you two, and then me. So it's like two really good, and then like. Every group has to have a hanger on. Right, yeah. I just So you're like the hanger on. Just ride that. Two and a half. Two in the hook. Yeah. Just two in the hook. Just hold it right there. But we love you. Yeah. I'm a lovable guy. You get guy. the same portion of dinner that we get. I know. I'm a lovable guy. That's why I've been able to do uh, go as far on in my careers as, as possible. All right. Before we get out of here, your favorite uh, – of uh, you sent me like 57 plays here, Jared. Uh, not including yeah, soccer because it's football season, so that doesn't count anymore. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite play in the, in the final minute here? All right. Here we go. Hold your nose. Texans. Yes. Taking them plus three at home. Yes. Yes. Home divisional dogs week one, last 10 years, covering 76%. Home divisional teams, love it. You only get two of them, Patriots, Texans. I'm on them both. I also like the Browns. I think the Chiefs are going to struggle, just like the Bucks did a little bit, you know, to get going defensively. And that offensive line's a little bit eh for me. Browns really solid up front. So Broncos, Patriots, Texans, Browns, and, of course, over in the Jets game. Let's Jay, go. Jay Come on. Hey, he's, you, he's listening. He's learning. I'm on the Browns, too. I don't know if that that's – The Browns a, are going to win outright, Jerry. and scary. I'm Woo, close. Let's go. I am I'm about 92% going to take the Texans in one of my survivor entries. I love it. By the way, Jared, I, I've been saying this for about a month. I've been – it's my PSA to everyone. Do not play the Jags in a survivor pool. It may happen. You may win. But that is the wrong play. I'm playing a Texas. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. Don't do a divisional game. Jared we love Lee you, bro. Smith on Twitter. Love you. Picks wise. You're the man. Have, a, have yourself a good weekend, Jared. Appreciate it. Good luck. There he is, Jared Smith from the fine city of New York City. I've got some news to pass across on the other side. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from the turf meet at Historic Kentucky Downs. Track announcer Larry Colmas talks about tomorrow's Breeders' Cup qualifiers there. From the National Horse Players Championship, Carl Brom Broberg discusses his passions of horse training and betting. Johnny Avello of DraftKings Sportsbook Handicaps Weekend Races. You can subscribe at iHeart. Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download at vcin.com slash podcasts. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We've got a couple Friday Night Lights football games going on. Can I give a shout-out right quick? Yes. I was uh, I was about to uh, say something, but please, Sean, the floor is yours. Just we are very say, excited right now. Just wanted to say shout-out to Ron Flatter. Oh, yeah. I'm on the Racing Pod podcast next Thursday. Next so, Thursday? Yeah. Make sure you guys Talking tune about in. what? Horses. Well, I know, but is there any particular races that were? Um, uh, Breeders' Cup is coming up, so I'm assuming we're going to be talking Breeders' Cup. There we go. Yep. Well, I was going to give a shout-out to one of our own uh, in studio prior to the show. Jeff Parles walks in with his lovely girlfriend, and uh, we're chatting, and, and, you know, just normal conversation. He's yeah. going out to dinner. It's a Friday night. and it's, Dressed up, looking yeah, sharp. he's just looking sharp. I'm like, oh, good for you guys. Just having a nice date night. It's, yeah. it's, it's wonderful. You come in. We're just, we think nothing about it. Man. And then we're doing our show. Boom pops up a tweet, and Jeff Parles has a nice big old diamond ring yes, on did. his now fiance's hand. So congratulations to Jeff Parles and his uh, now fiance Margaret. Yeah, congratulations. Awesome, Sean King. That's I mean, awesome. I mean, you know Jeff Parles has made it when a when a Super Bowl winner calls him when he gets engaged. Yeah, you just call called him during the yeah, break. I mean, I had to call and tell my guy, congrats, man. So uh, we had to we had to give a shout out. That's a Friday night show. Uh, and we had to have a little fun with that. 
Uh, and, and we'll have a little fun, too, if North Dakota can uh, can keep up the uh, the good roll here. 21-10. They look Let's like the go. best team. Let's go fighting Hawks. Let's take care of business here on the road at Utah State. And, by the way, this is uh, the best part. So, Jeff Barles and his now fiance were in here. And we were watching uh, the game. Uh, the Coastal Carolina game was on. Coastal Carolina, Kansas. And his fiance now took Coastal Carolina in-game at minus 24 and a half, so she got the cover. Nice. So she got the cover, nice. and she got the ring. So uh, I'd say a pretty good day. I would have appreciated a third-down conversion there, but, uh, you know, you can't get everything. Now if we could just get Jeff to not be so passionate about the Mets. That guy does love the Mets. Yeah. He is, uh, and uh, there is a, let's just say there's a video out there that I've got that is him back in May. <laughs> saying that it is a lock that the Mets win the division. It's not over. It's not over. Uh, they did win tonight. They beat the uh, they beat the Yankees. So, uh, big Yankees win. Yankees are bad right now. Yeah, Aaron Boone. Uh, they lost uh, in their last 13 games or 2 and – or in their last 12 games or 2 and 10. Well, it's so funny, the discussion after the trade deadline, and they had really turned it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but a loss tonight uh, for the Yankees. Uh, they went into tonight – uh, looking at that uh, spread here, interleague, you got to scroll down. Um, yeah, they were slight favorites tonight. Lose ten to three. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about the team that matters though. Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. What's going on with your Rays tonight? The Rays minus one fifty four favorites at yeah. Detroit. Smash ten to four. So, but you can't look at the final score. What's concerning for me is the previous game against the Red Sox. We are up one zero, uh, going into the bottom of eighth. Tonight, we're up 4-3, going into the bottom of the eighth. And we kind of have a bullpen by committee. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have a defined middle reliever, closer. And that's been great for us, but right now it's terrible. Like our relievers right now are getting hammered. Yeah. And I guess we can't trade for anybody because the trade deadline <laughs> no, is No, you cannot trade for anybody. <laughs> so this is kind of an issue for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is yeah. that what trade deadline means? Yeah, that's what trade deadline usually means. Jeez. That's the uh, last day you could trade for people. So usually in September, it's uh, it's rather challenging. You email the commissioner. That's for an exemption. Hey, <laughs> come on. Don't you want the Rays to win here? Um, so, yeah, it's the, the Red Sox have now got themselves a one-and-a-half game lead. The Yankees have lost seven in a row. Yeah, 10 or 12. Seven in a row. All right. Let's return back to the world of football. We've been bouncing around. We've gave our thoughts on a couple of games. Dive more into Sunday's slate of the NFL. That's Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Look at him wearing his Bucks red today. Yes, sir. Victory red. Looking sharp right there. Tim Murray with you live from the Circus Sportsbook on Visa. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV sports package. I was sitting back watching a little Lombardi line earlier today, Sean. Nice. My cup of coffee. So it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Sign up today, tv.youtube.com, and start your free trial. You know, when Aaron Oster and I first got to town, we Uh got here before our wives got here. Okay. Rented a two-bedroom apartment together. Guess what we got? YouTube TV free trial. Had the two TVs set up when the NFL season started. It was beautiful. Remember, also, you can watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Head over to vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. Really would prefer Utah State not score on this drive. They, uh, they they enjoy throwing the ball right in the middle of the field to wide open players. Yeah, this looks like it's gonna come down to the end. So yeah, this is this is not gonna yeah. be easy. And you probably don't want to get emotionally attached to this till a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> Me get emotionally attached. Yeah, on, not a lot of defense. I never being get emotionally attached to my bets. Never. So I want to take my emotion out of it. I want to ask your opinion on the game. Tomorrow. Okay, let's go. Very high profile game will be played in Columbus, Ohio. Oregon, who you faded last week. Yes. A lot of it had to do with situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresno was coming off a win. You thought Oregon could be looking forward to Ohio State. The yep. spread was pretty large. Fresno covers easily. Injury happens in that game to Kayvon Thibodeau. We, Thibodeau. We do know that he is in Ohio. We still don't know if he's going to actually play. Buckeyes. One by 14 at Minnesota. Crazy environment. Never really work in control of the game, though. And then if the running back, Ibram, the top for the year from Minnesota, doesn't yeah. get hurt. Who knows how that game ends up? Ohio State sitting 14 and a half points tomorrow. Early game. I mean, it's basically, what, 9 o'clock Oregon time? 9 o'clock Oregon time, yep. 
Kayvon Thibodeau, game time decision, I'm assuming. Where are you leaning here, if leaning anywhere at all? Yeah, my lean is to, to Oregon. I, I want to take the points. Uh, I think this is a spot. You know, Oregon, and I think you know this, you know, being not that far removed from, from the coaching ranks and probably at some point going against him, I imagine, for some players. I mean, Mario Cristobal has brought in some players, man. He can recruit. Now, the question is, with all that talent, can he put it all together? They're not there yet to beat Ohio State. They're not there. Ohio State, I mean, the thing that scares me about backing Oregon in this spot, Sean, is just what we saw against Minnesota. I mean, they had three three drives that were a total of six plays. They have so much explosiveness. Chris Olave is one of the most dynamic receivers in the game. But for Oregon, they're getting two of their defensive backs back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have explosiveness, too. I mean, their backfield of Verdell and Dye have been there. It feels like they've been in Eugene for like a decade. I mean, they've been there forever, and they were strong last week. Uh, they've got good wide receivers. Pittman, uh, that, that's Mike, one of yeah, Michael Pittman's that's his sons. his youngest son. Yeah. My goodness. The oldest one plays for the Colts. Yeah, he's a, he's a baller. Um, so they got wide receivers, too. To me, it all comes down to the quarterback. Uh, I love Joe Moorhead as a play caller, uh, former Penn State offensive coordinator, went to Mississippi State, didn't have all that much success as a head coach. But he's a play caller now in Oregon. There's no doubt he was keeping it close to the vest against Fresno State. I, If I played this, I would have to take the points with Oregon. I think they're there. Uh, oh, come on. Are we really going to call targeting on a sack? I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, Sean? I told you you stop watching that game. What are we doing? We're calling targeting on sacks. What are we doing? That game's going to be fourth quarter game. I know. Just wrap it around. Wrap, yeah. wrap your mind around right, the fact. So, it's a fourth quarter game. Focus, Tim. Focus. Don't look at North Dakota, Utah Usa. State. Don't look at that game. Um, I want to take the points. Haven't decided if I will. Mm-hmm. I need to know your assessment of Anthony Brown. I know yesterday you were watching Boston College tape of him because there just isn't that much uh, on him at Oregon. Athletic, but one-dimensional. Right. I mean, against uh, against Fresno, 15 to 24, a buck 72, one touchdown. And as I went back and rewatched uh, the Minnesota Ohio State game, mm-hmm. Minnesota had a lot of success throwing the ball, but they were precision passes by Tanner. I mean, these were passes where Ohio State was doing a good job defensively of being in position, but he was throwing the ball with such elite ball location that they were still making completions. I don't see that consistently from Anthony Brown. I think that's going to be a problem. I think Ohio State's going to win by four touchdowns. Wow. I'm going to lay the two touchdowns um, with Ohio State because I think this is a, a statement game for them. I think that defense will be a little offended by the performance they put out against Minnesota. And don't forget this. The Pac-12 is like pretty- Minnesota versus Oregon on a neutral field is probably a 50-50 game. Minnesota against Oregon, 50-50. With Minnesota being healthy. If Ibrahim's healthy. It's probably a 50-50 game. Yeah, I mean, I think Oregon would be a slight favorite, but yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Oregon's first road game of the year. Yep. Kayvon. Ohio State's first game of fans. If Kayvon does play as a former coordinator, the first thing we're going to do is run at him. We're going to cut that ankle. Yeah, we're going to get people around him. We're going to make him uncomfortable. Like, that's what you do. Football, violent physical game. I think that's, uh, honestly, Sean, that's the biggest reason why I think I would stay away from this game. Because I really want to take Oregon. I wouldn't be surprised if they covered. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau, if you watch that Fresno State game before he got injured, now I know it's Fresno State, it's not Ohio State, I get it. But he was making plays all over the place. He forced a fumble, he gets in the backfield. If Let me ask you this, if Thibodeau were 100%, you know, we get a report from our friend James Crepia, who was on the show last night, and he says, Thibodeau's good to go 100%. Would that change your mind of this game? Or would you still think Ohio State wins this and covers the 14 and a half? Well, I would put a caveat on it. If he's completely healthy, I don't think the number's 14 and a half. It probably doesn't change too much. It probably dips under two touchdowns. Yeah, Maybe it's a point. Which I love. Right. Yeah, I just think Ohio State's going to bounce back and play a great football game on defense. And I think they're so talented on defense, I doubt if they're held under 30 points all year. Unless it's like a terrible weather game or something that they can't control. It's hard for me to see anybody on the schedule keeping them under 30. Is this your favorite game of the day? Tomorrow's slate, look, no, I, no. I don't ever complain about college football. Um, we got a full slate in front of us, especially off of last year, crowds, etc. What's your favorite game tomorrow before we hit a break? Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. That game's going to be. Yeah. I think that game should. What I love, though, Ohio State, Oregon's early. Then you get Iowa, Iowa State. Then you get Michigan with Washington. Because all you need is three three different times. Because you can watch one game. You can you can look at others. You can't actually watch more than one game. Where you're really paying attention. You're listening to the broadcast and everything. So. And, then the, and then for the late night crowd, the Holy War, Utah, BYU, late yeah. night. Let's do it. Big 12. Man. It wasn't that long ago, Stanford-USC was like the most anticipated game of the weekend. How the mighty have fallen. Black and white team. Yowzers. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Back to the NFL on the other side. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. According to Talent Nest, visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, Sean, watch this play. (laughs) I mean, what are we doing here, North Dakota? We've got the momentum a little bit. We're running running a little misdirection. Draw, and we've got the wide receiver coming in motion and runs right into the running back. They knew you were rooting for him. I'm telling you, you're heavy. So when you get on a team's back, I mean, it's a lot of weight. I know. I am a big. I'm a big guy. Yeah. We need. We need the defense to step up. We just. We got to stop fighting Hawks of North Dakota. We got to stop. They're up eight. I like where I like to be. We're getting seven and a half. Right. But I'm not loving our positioning here. They're an explosive offense. Don't want to only be up one going into halftime. That would not be. Uh, that would be not not great. Wouldn't feel super about that spot. Wouldn't feel super. You'll be fine. All right. Let's, I got uh, this. Yeah. Would have felt better if, you know, on a third and one, the dude coming in motion didn't run right into the running back. I would have, I would have felt a little better about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Enough about this game. I got, I want to talk about Philly and Atlanta. Right. It's a game Let's that do it. hasn't gotten much conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know how I feel about the NFC East. I also know how you feel about Atlanta. And Atlanta's interesting to me, though, because they have elite components. You know, Calvin Ridley's elite. I think Kyle Pitts is going to prove very fast that he's elite. 
I agree. If given time, Matt Ryan still has a lot of elite moments. And I just don't like Philly at all. But I'm But is Atlanta to the level where, you know, at South Point it's three and a half. Here it's three and a half minus one twenty uh Philadelphia. So three and a half uh, you know, minus twenty. Are we at the point where Atlanta with a rookie coach coming off what a four win season is north of a field goal against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just, I'm asking because I think rookie, before before you you know jumped on full time, I didn't end up making the play. But one of the early leans that I liked on the win total was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I thought they lost a lot of close games. I I felt like Dan Quinn going out was a big addition, uh, bringing in Arthur Smith. I'm like you. I believe Matt Ryan has the capabilities of being a top 10 quarterback. He showed it. He's been an MVP before. I love Kyle Pitts. I mean, mm-hmm. the dude is a baller. And if you're the Atlanta Falcons organization and you're spending the fourth overall pick on a tight end, you get him the ball. you're going to get him the ball. I've got a ticket on him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, but I don't know if I – at this point, I know – I have played, made plays, folks, I promise, on the NFL card this weekend. But this, to me, is, is a pass uh, just because I, I do think Philly has some strong components up front, but I have massive questions about Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And see, I think he's the least of their worries. I just don't think overall they're a very good football team. I think uh, the Falcons can exploit that secondary. They're not a team that I view as one that has an overwhelming pass rush. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta does have a very lively home crowd. It's the season opener. And here's an interesting thing when it comes to rookie head coaches. I hear so many people talk about how Tennessee is going to take a step back because of how good Arthur Smith was as the OC. Mm -hmm. So if people think that highly of him, then Atlanta should take a step forward. I agree. Right. If he goes there as the head coach, which he has. So I love the acquisition of, I think it's Mike Davis is the running back from Carolina that's there now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, pretty sure. Let's make sure I got his name right. Yeah. But I love that component. I mean, if you go back and watch the Panthers film last year, he was outstanding. I mean, he's dynamic, caught the ball, you know, made some some really good, you know, things happen. So I, I think Atlanta's a lot more talented. I actually heard someone say that they were picking Atlanta to win the NFC South. I, mean, I haven't heard anyone say that they're picking the Eagles to win the NFC East. And I think the, the, the division's pretty bad. I think there's a lot of value here at Atlanta home. I think you're going to look up and it's going to be a 28 to 17 game. And you'll be like, how did I let that go? It's like, it's almost like how did North Dakota uh, let Utah state go about 60 yards in three plays. It's, it's similar. It's similar situation. Oh, oh man. <laughs> They're at the 25 already. What are we doing here? Hey, what did I tell you about betting with these kind of teams, man? You don't even know who to be mad at. You just got to call them by the university name because you don't know any of the players on the team. It's a spot, situational spot. North I know. Dakota is that. So combine six, spot with actually. What, how many FCS teams won last week over FBS? Like, I think it was few. like six or seven. Yeah, quite a few. North Dakota is a top 10 FCS team. Right. Utah State's coming off an emotional win at Washington State. There's no way they're excited for this game. And earlier it was shown it was 21 to 7. No, it's not 21 to 7 now. That is correct. It is not. It is 21-13, and Utah State has the ball. I would have liked this game better. Uh, well, I didn't bet the game, so I'm pulling for North Dakota. Yeah, cheer for me. Right. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, 
So we will uh, we will see. Hey, look, I, I get I get a little emotional. I get a little emotional. All right. A little. Um, you know, this is a game that Jared mentioned, and I want to bring it back up. It, I, I think I think this is the most highly anticipated game of Sunday. Cleveland and Kansas City. Absolutely. It's, this, it's at one, right? Uh, it's at 424. Four, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, yes. 125 here. Right. 425. It's uh, a prime time game. Big spot. Yeah. Big, big spot. And I like Cleveland. I'm sticking with that. I, I like, like Cleveland to win this game. I like Cleveland, too. Outright. And, you know, this is a spot, Sean, where you've heard a lot of odds makers in town. They're taking tons of Kansas City money. And guess what the line's doing? It's going the other way. You're starting to see some smart money come in. You could have got six. Circa has this thing at five. I mean, this is a uh, this is a huge spot, just like a uh, attempt for a touchdown pass there. Incomplete. Don't throw a flag. Don't throw a flag. Oh, come on. What are we doing here? You wouldn't have asked. It wouldn't happen. See, I mean, this is what I don't like. You know, Stripes trying to get in there and take over this game. It's good defense. It's good defense. Like, when your nickname is the Fighting Hawks, you shouldn't try and put all of that on the front of the jersey. It's just a lot of letters. What are we doing? Come on. Yeah. Pick up that flag. Look at the the umpire want no, oh, he doesn't he doesn't believe it. He's been lifting. He has. He is yeah. enormous. Yeah. That man is a big oh, that's terrible. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, it's passing affairs. The guy's jumping, he's Game's, pushing the guy. Game is soft nowadays. I mean, that's passing affairs, man. She <laughs> whiz. Soft. Soft. You have to be fair to the refs. Refs have lives too. Like you can't just berate and criticize the refs. People didn't when show up in the Logan, right call. Utah tonight to see the zebras showed to see the fighting hawks. All right, Utah State's gonna score a touchdown here. Not gonna be happy. All right, let's get back to the important thing, which is Cleveland and Kansas City. Yeah, I like Cleveland. I, I do. I, to win or just the, plus the points? I mean, I'm gonna take the points because I'm not as bold as you. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the points, though. But um, you're not even a charter member of the Dog Pound, so we don't expect you to stay, got, stay 10 toes down you, in these kind of U-dub. situations. I got U-Dub on but the money line. you're taking the points. No, I took oh, him on the money line, too. Did you? Plus 230. I like it. Yeah. I took the points. I took him on the money line. I did a little parlay with uh, U-Dub plus the 7 and the under 48 and a half. I like it. I'm in a lot of ways on U-Dub. It could be a great Saturday night or a terrible Saturday night. My guy night. Jimmy Lake. Um, But... Does how Kansas City closed out the year, does that play into this at all? Because they were winning at the end of regular yeah. season. They weren't covering. Remember, Cleveland gave them all they could handle uh, in the uh, in the playoffs last year, too. Yeah, I, I just think that Kansas City's not, from a talent standpoint, overwhelming to the majority of the teams are going to play this year. Now, they have a X factor in that they have – you could say the best quarterback in the game of football. But this is all about Baker Mayfield taking the next step, and that offense, that's the best rushing attack to me in the National Football League with the best offensive line, adding Odell Beckham Jr. to an already talented group of wide receivers. I just think because of the firepower they have on offense, they're going to outscore Kansas City because Cleveland's defense is good enough to get some stops. I love the pieces that they added. Miles Garrett and that crew are going to get after Patrick Mahomes. I, I like the way this is setting up. I'm going to play Cleveland to win outright. It is. Uh, it is. It's going to be. Did you see Derek and uh, Big Ball's face when I said I'm taking Cleveland? And it's my face too. And the yeah. Survivor. 
You know why I'm not taking Cleveland first week in the Survivor? Because they're playing Kansas City? No, because I want to save them for later. Yes, of course. Right. Of course you want to take Cleveland. Cleveland's a top 10 team in the league, if not higher. So then I should just get the top 10 teams in the league and go 10 weeks in a row and take each one and take one of them each week. Yeah, when they play bad teams. No. Nah. <laughs> I know you're messing with me, but uh, you're freaking me out a little bit. I'm a little nervous. Just like I'm nervous because Utah State scored a touchdown. They should have went for two. <sighs> 21-20. We got lucky. 21-20. You're getting Nine. seven and a half. You're up eight and a half points. We need a score here, fighting Hawks. Hey, you're up eight and a half I need points. To talk, I, need to get, I need to fly to Logan, Utah right now. I need to talk to these, 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 these young men. Pretty sure the airport in Logan's closed. Hey, let's go. Some, your alums have got you plus seven and a half here, boys. Let's get a touchdown here. All right. Uh, one final game before we get to the break. Um... Jacksonville, Houston. I want Houston. I told you. I'm on Houston, man. I just. You I, like Tyrod Taylor, too. I do. I like Pro Bowl quarterbacks. I mean, he's been a Pro Bowl quarterback. He was good enough last year that the Chargers were starting him over Justin Herbert. Like I'm just telling you, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, on the road, division game. I I would only play Houston here and for the final time. I'm going to fade that. I'm going to fade rookie quarterback, yeah. rookie head coach on the, on the road division. I'm going to fade that. And don't play Jacksonville in Survivor. Unless you're doing the option like uh like uh where you take Houston like Derek, on one you and, take, and you take both. Okay, fine, but I need I need a touchdown here. Come on North Dakota State. Dave Ross going to join us in studio. New member of the Beeson family. He'll join us next. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Come on, North Dakota. Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.